Welcome to the St. Philip's Chapel Street Daily Prayer Podcast. Hi, this is Gareth Robinson. It's good to have you with us on our Daily Prayer Podcast from St. Philip's Chapel Street. We're coming towards the end of the second week of lockdown. I wonder how you're doing. I hope um, it's not too challenging for you, whether you're at home alone, stuck in an apartment, um, wondering when you'll next see a person physically or whether you're surrounded by little kids and um, trying to keep up with everything going on in life. Um, It's good to be with you today. We're going to read through the psalm and reflect together on that as has been our pattern over these last few weeks. Um, Again, if you want to get the Daily Prayer app, it's the Church of England app, which should be on the App Store. If you search for Daily Prayer, then you can download it. Um, And also, if you found this helpful, I'd love for you to get the word out to share it amongst uh, people within your connect group and other people within the church so that we might uh, continue developing this pattern of prayer. Uh, Yesterday, the psalm talked about um, praying in the morning, at noonday and in the evening. And uh, that's exactly the pattern Uh, that Christians have followed for centuries and that's obviously the pattern of daily prayer as well. We're going to look at the psalm from morning prayer so uh, when you get your app open we're doing psalm uh, 40 and we'll uh, read that and reflect upon it together. So psalm 40, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me out of the roaring pit, out of the mire and clay. He set my feet upon a rock and made my footing sure. He has put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many shall see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not turn to the proud that follow a lie. Great are the wonders you have done, O Lord my God, how great your designs for us. There is none that can be compared with you. If I were to proclaim them and tell of them, they would be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sacrifice for sin you have not required. Then I said, Lo, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, that I should do your will, O my God. I delight to do it. Your law is within my heart. I have declared your righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I did not restrain my lips, and that, O Lord, you know. Your righteousness I have not hidden in my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and truth from the great congregation. Do not withhold your compassion from me, O Lord. Let your love and your faithfulness always preserve me. For innumerable troubles have come about me. My sins have overtaken me so that I cannot look up. They are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and altogether dismayed who seek after my life to destroy it. Let them be driven back and put to shame who wish me evil. Let those who heap insults upon me be desolate because of their shame. Let all who seek you rejoice in you and be glad. Let those who love your salvation say always, the Lord is great. Though I am poor and needy, the Lord cares for me. You are my helper and my deliverer. Oh my God, make no delay. So we've mentioned before that many of the Psalms in Passion Tide these two weeks leading up to Easter help us 
have a little bit of insight maybe into what was going on for Jesus. Give us a, a bit of an idea of uh, what he might have been praying, what he might have been going through. And obviously, um, those of us who see Jesus as uh, Lord, as the incarnation, um, don't believe that he um, struggled with sin in the way that we did. The New Testament says that he was tempted in every way, but without sin. Uh, so perhaps that line about in the, the sins overtaking him, uh, perhaps that doesn't relate to Jesus. It certainly might relate to some of the times that we might feel frustrated with uh, the mistakes that we've made. But the rest of Psalm 40 really does help us have a little bit of insight into what must have been going on for Jesus. Uh, Jesus who had faithfully served the Lord and sought to honour him through all the things that he did, who trusted in him and didn't follow a lie, who honoured God as the wonderful God that he is. He says that it's more important, this psalmist, this is fascinating for a, a culture that was built around worship at the temple, that it's more important for us, uh, those who follow the Lord, to not necessarily bring the offerings that the law required, but to follow in the will of God, to do what it is that God wants us to do with the rest of our lives. And it's interesting in this time that we have a challenge around gathering together for worship. So our patterns of what we do as followers of Jesus have changed a little bit. Now we don't go to church quite as much anymore or at all, right? Because it's closed, but we can still seek to model our life in the way that the Lord would have us live it. It's not just about doing the right thing uh, in a religious service. It's about beginning to offer our lives more and more to the Lord. And I wonder as we come to this uh, holy week next week where we consider the fact that Jesus gave up everything for us, I wonder what it is that you might be holding back from the Lord. Where in your life do you struggle to say yes to the will of God? And obviously this psalmist then uh, sharing the frustrations of Jesus that though he's spoken out and shared the good news of God's love. He's not hidden it within his heart, but spoken of his faithfulness and salvation. I've not concealed your loving kindness and truth from the great congregation, but recognising that sometimes that brings a level of judgment. And of course, where it says, let those who heap insults upon me be desolate because of their shame. What happened to Jesus was as he was being mocked on the cross, it turned around on Easter day that the resurrection turned all the plans of the enemy on its head and death has been defeated. I love that. Though I am poor and needy, the Lord cares for me. And if you are feeling poor and needy, if you are struggling in this season, then know that the Lord cares for you. Don't perhaps be defined by your feelings. Uh, choose instead to try to be defined by the truth that the Lord speaks over you. And it's verses like that that help us through those difficult times. You are my helper and my deliverer. Oh my God, make no delay. And as we seek to live in the will of God, as we seek to offer ourselves to the Lord, and, and you know, we're not Jesus, we're not perfect, we're not the incarnation, but we are seeking to build our lives 
after the pattern of Jesus. And the New Testament reading in Hebrews 12 gives us a really interesting insight in how to do that. It says, pursue peace with everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Pursue peace and pursue holiness. Those are the very things that Jesus sought to do. Those are the very things that we are invited to do. Pursue peace. Try and live at peace with everybody as far as you are able, it says in another part of the New Testament. And pursue holiness, that we might win the prize for which Christ has called us heavenward. And so, Father, we welcome the presence and power of your Holy Spirit to fill us afresh this day. Lord, where we might be feeling poor and needy, thank you that you care for us. Thank you that you are our helper and our deliverer. And so we will be among those who rejoice in you and be glad. And because we love your salvation, we shall say always, the Lord is great. Help us, Father, pursue peace with everyone and help us pursue holiness because, Lord, we want to see you in our lives and we want to see you using our lives to be a blessing to others as well. Jesus, we thank you for giving us the example of how to live and we pray that we might follow you well with our lives, even in this strange time of life. Lord, come. Lord, fill us. Lord, refresh us. And the prayer that's set for this week, the collect, the, one, the prayer that collects all the other prayers together, says this, most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your son Jesus Christ delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory. Through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So standing at the foot of the cross, as our Saviour Jesus taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. So may Christ who bore our sins on the cross set us free to serve him with joy. Amen. And let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.